Own $4 million in real estate in four years with four friends by decreasing your rent. So first, get three friends. Second, get an FHA loan on one quadplex. In Austin, the limit is $1.1 million for a 3.5% down FHA loan. Third, get units that have two bedrooms. Live in one unit with your four friends by having two people in each bedroom. Your payment on this type of house will be about $10,400, tack on $1,000 for reserves every month, and you need $11,400 to break even. Horrible interest rates right now. Let's say you each pay $600 a month to yourselves, which is really cheap for Austin. Now you need to cover $9,000. Rent out each bedroom for $1,500 or each unit for $3,000. A little high in Austin, but it depends on the area. Repeat every year until each of you have done one FHA loan. Once you move out, fill up the other unit with tenants and cash flow $600 per month. Walk away in four years, owning $4.4 million worth of real estate that pays for itself every month. Now, you may be saying owning $4.4 million worth of real estate in four years with four friends, that is crazy, right? That, but that sounds good. That might be you. And then I might've got you when I said live in one unit with your four friends, two in each bedroom. You might be asking yourself, how can I tolerate living with someone in my bedroom? Then I would say to you, A, many of us did it in college. When I was in college, I had a roommate. I literally didn't talk to him. We slept in our beds, whatever. Everybody likes to prioritize their privacy. But the question I would ask you is, what's more important, your privacy or your wealth? And again, something I didn't go over in that kind of first 60 seconds of the podcast is the fact that, well, when you buy a $1.1 million property, you know, 3.5% down, you're looking at 35-ish thousand dollars or something like that. Maybe a little bit more, 36, 37. When you split that four ways, it's a little under 10 grand. So now you're owning $1.1 million in real estate for a little under 10 grand or at least 25% of it. Just because you have a bedroom, which is probably a bedmate, not even a bedmate, a roommate, which is exactly what you did in college. So keep that in mind. You're building wealth for what you did in college as opposed to getting that degree that you're probably not even doing anything with right now. Build wealth. Build wealth. Build wealth. Keep that in your head. In addition to many of us doing that in college, you have the opportunity to take advantage of our community investing to the next level. So yes, buying $1.1 million in real estate with three other friends, four total people, is community investing. But you can also build something big and crazy together. You have cheap living and you have people who are like-minded and want to build wealth and those same people are willing to endure circumstances most people aren't willing to endure for the sake of that wealth. That is a great combo to build something big and crazy together. Start saving to buy a business. Buy more real estate. Go do a startup. Go talk to other investors. Go start hammering out your networking skills and really honing in your list of contacts. When you start to do this and you start to look at buying um, businesses, it starts to get, it starts to paint a really pretty picture. It starts to get kind of insane. You have the cheap residential rent that you're paying. And while you're doing that, this is building equity that, by the way, in 30 years when it's paid off and you're 55, 60, 65, 70, that will be producing $10,400 rent of rent money per month. Easy. And it'll probably be worth more like $2 million, $3 million. 
So when you buy four of those, you're instantly worth, you know, $12 million in 30, 40 years just for buying some stuff when you're young. And if you use some of that income, use some of that line of credit to buy some businesses down the road and your businesses grew because you honed the skills, honed the character traits, honed the beliefs while you were in that little mastermind of a, an apartment in your early 20s, late 20s or early 30s, man, it creates a lethal combination. And so I've already touched on this a little bit, but yeah, tolerate living with someone. You do that because A, you did it in college. B, build something big and crazy together and do that big and crazy thing with the security of the real estate you own, the reserves money that's being put in the bank every month, and buying businesses together. Stacking cash flow together. You may ask yourself, how do you get the down payment money? Split it four ways. Talked about this briefly, but it's less than 40K at 3.5% down, less than 10K per person, and Here's the thing, if you don't have $10,000 and you're like, well, I need to get $10,000, get a group of people and help each other get better jobs and decrease your rent so that you can each save $10,000. If you're single, you should be able to save $1,000 a month. Cut your rent down, sell that car and get a beater, lower your expenses, stop eating out, save 1,000, save 1,500, save $2,000 a month, and then buy that home in the next five to 10 to 15 months with your group of friends that are doing the same thing. Start to get in a job where you're in control of your income, where there's a clear path of progression and get serious about your life. And if you're curious about how to get a job and you're not making enough money to save one to two K per month, or you have really big living expenses, start networking, start looking at job opportunities that produce more income and then start Positioning, positioning yourself to be a person that can take those opportunities. So split the down payment four ways. It's less than 10K per person. If you don't have the 10K per person, help each other get better jobs and just create that kind of mastermind of people where it's like we are improving our financial life together. And if you don't want to get better jobs, take out loans from family and then pay them back slowly. Be like, hey, we'll give you equity in the property. Or hey, we'll give you the cash flow when we refinance and interest rates decrease, or we'll give you all your money back in four years when we refinance because Austin is a great appreciation market. Now, you got the down payment money, you figured out how to tolerate a roommate. The last question you might have is how do we source the tenants and manage the property? Got a couple ways. You got online sites for tenants. You can literally go to like findaroomie.com or roommate.com and you can Get people to come live in your quadplex with you and be like, hey, I'm renting out a couple rooms, I'm house hacking, try and do this, try and do that, be transparent about the situation. I got a couple friends who are doing this, and actually we're looking for other people who are interested in building their wealth, and we'd like to help them do this. They live in our property, we work with them to buy businesses and buy real estate. That's actually a fantastic idea that I just had right now, and I really support it. So if you're listening to this, you should go do it. <laughs> um, uh, again, I'm focused on sober living properties and Gracie loves to make me focus and I love focus. So right now I'm buying sober living. That's a cool little side thing that you can do with the house hacking. In your online sites for tenants, look for roommates and those roommates will come live with you 
and they will learn about buying businesses, learn about buying real estate, learn about improving their financial situation and budgeting and investing, and all these things to create the life that they want to create. And then you have quadrupled the size of your mastermind, if you will. It used to be four, but now you have, maybe you rent it by the room and you do the same thing, two people per room. And the goal is, hey, we're doing the entrepreneurial thing together and they have cheap rent. Now you got eight, 12, 16 people quadrupled the size of your mastermind. All of you guys are doing business together. All of you are trying to buy more real estate, buy more businesses, and it's the launching pad for something huge. Another way you can kind of source tenants and manage the property, biggerpockets.com has books on managing properties. Yes, we're not just sourcing tenants. This is a quadplex that you have to run. You can either hire property management, which is about eight to 10% of what your kind of monthly payment is, or you can go read a book and you can do it yourself, which self-managing isn't the craziest thing because if there's a plumbing issue, you're putting $1,000 a month away for reserves and you hire a plumber. Self-managing a property isn't that different from just owning a home. And I think a lot of us have an aspiration to own a home and you're, you'd have to handle repairs and maintenance and stuff like that. The one difference is you have to deal with people. And people can, they do add a big difference, but with good systems, with good processes and with good upfront tenant screening, which means, hey, this is what it is. We're on the same page about this going forward. You can create an environment that's really not that stressful. So online sites for tenants, quadruple the size of your mastermind by telling them this is an entrepreneurial thing. We're committing this house to buying businesses, buying real estate, improving our financial situation, investing together, increasing our income, et cetera, et cetera. Online sites for that. Bigger pockets for tips on managing properties. And yeah, it gets a little hands-on, but mm, the most stressful part is unexpected repairs that you can't afford are really crappy tenants. And we already talked about how to kind of deal with that. In the books, we'll talk about how to deal with that more. In addition to managing the property and sourcing the tenants, build relationships with your tenants. So that whole entrepreneurial shtick that I was talking about, maybe they're not entrepreneurial, but get to know them because they're living in your place. And when you get to know people and you pour into their life and you invest in them, they like to take care of the stuff that you've given them. And so if you want them to take care of your stuff, pour into them and invest in them. And then make it really clear about what taking care of your stuff looks like. Be like, hey, I want you to have freedom, I want you to have this, I want you to have that, but I also want you to be the best version of yourself. And in my property, this is how it may look, but in your life, more importantly, this is how it'll look, and this is how I want to help you get there. Of course I'm the dreams and goals guy. I love helping people get to their dreams and goals. That is not a scalable way to manage tenants, question mark, it might be. <laughs> it might be, maybe nobody's done it yet, but um, it's not industry uh, accepted kind of practices. It's not regular practice or best practices, if you will. But I do think building a relationship with your tenants will help you maintain your property a little better. Finally, have enough reserves all the time. That's really how you manage a property. Because unexpected repairs are being squeezed tight on the budget. That's when stuff gets really stressful, but in Who Not How, it says, if you have enough money to solve a problem, you don't have a problem because there's somebody you can pay to solve your problem. So always make sure you have enough money and then you won't have any problems. That's what we got for you guys today on the show. Go ahead and go secure your four quadplexes. If you're not in Austin, maybe it's not $4 million worth of real estate. Maybe you're in Abilene, Texas, and you can buy a quadplex for $245,000. And it's 3.5% down and you can get into it for, oh, I don't know, two grand each, maybe, three grand each. 
right? Either way, start making sure that you can own some real estate, do it by working with some friends and some family that you know. Own that real estate by tolerating the roommate situation, by making sure you know how to source and manage tenants, and then just realizing that you're a person who can take advantage of this community investing, and you can do so with the people around you. So thank you guys for coming on the show. That is all we got for you. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out.